Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. So happy to join together on this perfect now moment. So let us begin as we always do with a prayer and a blessing. I'm Jennifer Hadley and I like to pray. (laughs) So I like to also place my hand on my heart and take a breath of love and gratitude and center into my heart, into the awareness of love's perfection as us as our very life. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we open ourselves to the highest possibilities of love, to the higher Holy Spirit Self leading us and guiding us in a divine dialogue, a conversation that Spirit is having with itself by means of us as we join together in this moment, transcending time and space. For a holy purpose. So grateful and so thankful to relinquish the past and all attachments to the past. So grateful and so thankful to stop thinking about the future and come right into the present moment now where perfect love always is. In gratitude we join together for a holy purpose, remembering our true identity and sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we're talking about relationship this month. And... Transforming the Relationship from Special to Holy. And it's a journey. It's a journey, but it doesn't have to be a long, arduous, painful journey. It really does depend on whether or not we are willing to surrender and follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which is our true nature. The Holy Spirit is our higher Holy Self, really. (laughs) The great I am presence. We're not separate from the Holy Spirit. But it does appear so in our mind that we're separate. Because we are coming out of this place of valuing our own opinions and judgments. More than we value the voice of our higher Holy Spirit self. So we're in this transition phase. And the more willing we are, the faster we move through the transition and achieve the atonement, accept the atonement for ourselves, which is the full realization that there is no separation. No separation has occurred or even could occur. However, of course, in this lifetime, in our human experience, we can experience separation can experience it and the more interested in it we are the more opinions and judgments we invest in and so the more we experience the pain and suffering of separation so we're, we've been looking at chapter 17 which is forgiveness in the holy relationship and we were looking at shadows of the past and how time is unkind to the unholy relationship. So the unholy relationship is one that is codependent. And it's literally designed for the purpose of keeping the separation thoughts in place and feeling more separate. That's what the special relationship or the unholy relationship is for. That is its unholy purpose. When we give that relationship to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self, for transformation and say, look, 
I would like this relationship made holy. Please, make it holy. The transformation immediately begins. And this is detailed in Chapter 17, Section 5. I've done radio shows on this before, and I'll probably do another one before the end of this month (laughs) and uh, come back to it cover some things that I haven't covered before in that. But you can look back to uh, many, many relationship episodes in the archive. Remember, we have more than 225 episodes at this point. They're all free for the downloading. And I invite you to sign up for the podcast. It's the easiest way, especially now if you have a smartphone, you have an iPhone or an Android, you can sign up for the podcasts on your iPad and it'll just immediately get all the episodes for you and you can scroll through them and see what's appropriate at the time. If you have an iPod or an iPad or an iPhone, they all have um, options for podcasts. So uh, it's very easy to sign up for the podcast through iTunes. You can just search for my name at iTunes and at Stitcher, it's a little more complicated for Androids, but uh, the link is at unity.fm, uh, Unity Online Radio there. It's also at jenniferhadley.com on the events page, and I also post about it every week on the blog, uh, My Daily Spiritual Espresso on Tuesdays. So anyway, that just makes it easier for you to hunt through the episodes and find the ones related to topics you're interested in. And special guests like Gary Renard and Ken Wapnick and John Mundy and all the many guests I've had over the years. So, the Holy Spirit will make the holy relationship for you. All you have to do is be willing. This is the teaching of A Course in Miracles. We don't have to struggle to make it happen. Isn't it great? We don't have to figure out how to make it happen. We allow it. We allow it. We increase our willingness. And we also state and declare and energize and invest in our desire. My desire is to accept the atonement for myself. My desire is to be truly helpful. I am being truly helpful in this world. I am allowing all my relationships to be transformed to holy relationships. I am willing to be prosperous. I am willing to experience miraculous healing and wholeness. I am willing, I am willing, I am willing. So, the special relationship is the codependent relationship which means it's designed for the purpose of keeping us in this experience of separation and suffering. The holy relationship is for the release of the separation and the suffering. It's for the transformation and renewal of our mind. The reboot. Relationship reboot. Restoration. Healing. This is what the holy relationship is for. So... What's going to happen is when we offer the Holy Spirit our relationship, please make it holy, immediately the transformation will take place. And remember that the special relationship, the codependent relationship, has a different design because it serves a different purpose. So immediately the relationship is going to have to be redesigned. And the way I describe that, it's like, imagine you build a house willy nilly. Oh let's let's have a let's start with a kitchen. We need a kitchen. Oh well let's have a living room. Oh for God's sakes let's add a bedroom. And you just keep adding rooms to it. That's the way most relationships are designed. Let's add this you know function. Let's we start with uh, we're we're parents and children and let's add this. Let's add that. Where we meet as friends, we become lovers. Well, let's add this, let's add that. But the holy relationship is a total redesign of the building, if you will. And it can feel very very disruptive to live in a building that's being reconstructed 
And that's kind of what it feels like to be in a special relationship that's being transformed to a holy relationship. It's like living in a a house that's being reconstructed while you're living in it. Because you're going to start to discover where all your attachments are, are, where all your assumptions are, where all your false beliefs are. And then you'll have the opportunity to hold on to the things that do not serve you because you value them falsely (laughs) or to let them go and to trust the Holy Spirit to make the relationship holy. But you see, where a lot of people get stopped in this process is they are afraid that the relationship will change form. What if it changed its form? What if in the holy relationship it means I go through a period where I don't speak to this person. What if it means we're no longer lovers? We become friends. What if it means that my children might fall away from me for a time and I don't know when they'll come back to me? What if, you see, we cling to what we think it should be, what we think we know? And as Jesus tells us in the Course, Stop thinking you don't you know what make will make you happy. You really don't know. And the thing that I decided to do in my own relationships was to have trust. Have trust in faith and really to say, you know what? I have proven to myself that I do not know what will make me happy. I have made so many choices that I thought would make me happy and they didn't. So why would I continue to think that I know what will make me happy? The higher Holy Spirit self does know what will make me happy. The higher Holy Spirit self does know what holiness is. So I decided to trust that allowing the holy relationship to emerge in all my relationships would bring me happiness. It would bring me peace of mind. Even though the form of the relationships might change. And you know what? The form of the relationships did change. Some relationships became closer, more intimate, much more loving, much more peaceful, truly peaceful, truly loving. And other relationships seemed to complete or they're no longer necessary at this time. And the good news is I feel peaceful in all of them. I'm not wishing any of them were different. And when I set out to have all holy relationships, honestly, I didn't see how that could ever be possible. But that was because I didn't believe I could really let go of all attachments. I didn't know that I could really do it. I still find some attachments in some of my relationships, but I'm still working on them. And it gets easier every day. And there's not much left. And what is left is still a teacher to me, and I'm learning every day. It's not painful anymore. That's the good news. There's no, not, not a lot of pain anymore. And there was so much pain in my relationships. To me, relationships are the most painful part of our lives, or at least they are, until we're willing to have holy relationships. And it just requires our willingness. So, time is indeed unkind to the unholy relationship. This is what it says, chapter 17 Paragraph, I'm sorry, Section 3, Shadows of the Past, Paragraph 4. And so it goes on to say that we can surrender the unholy relationships and have holy relationships. And Paragraph 5, this is my page 355 in the text. How can the Holy Spirit bring his interpretation of the body as a means of communication into relationships whose only purpose is separation from reality? 
So this is one of the things about A Course in Miracles, is it tells us that our body is a means of communication. This is what it's for. Communication. And this just doesn't mean just sexuality. Of course not. It's we're connecting with each other in our conversations, in our cohabitation, in our having meals together and and hugging each other and all these many ways of communication that we have relationship experience. So how can the Holy Spirit bring his interpretation of the body as a means of communication, that's the interpretation, into relationship, when the only purpose is separation from reality. What forgiveness is, enables the Holy Spirit to do so. So what is forgiveness? It's release of all judgment. So as we live with people, as we work with people, as we encounter people in stores, in restaurants, <clears throat> in traffic, in all of our myriad experiences of each other in the body, this is how we practice forgiveness. Because the judgments get triggered. Those are the false beliefs. Those are the negative patterns. Those are what we really value the opinions and judgments. The more triggered we get, the more we must truly value that thought of separation. All judgments and opinions are thoughts of separation. So just think about your daily experience in relationship. Let's say that you're at work or in your your home with your loved ones. Do you notice you get irritated? Well, these are The moments when you can recognize, I value my opinions and my judgments. I think that they're right. I think that someone else is wrong. Maybe I think I'm wrong. I'm so bad. Someone is wrong and someone is right. Someone is good and someone is bad. Let's bring it all to the light. Bring it to the light. Holy Spirit, I don't know what anything is for. Except that this trigger, this irritation, this frustration, this upset is for my healing and my learning. That's what it's for. Let me make use of it. Let me not keep experiencing it again and again and again. So one of the things you can notice in your relationships is, do you find yourself using the words always and never? You always this. You never that. I used to have those thoughts all the time. Oh my God, here it comes again. You always do this. You always do that. Always triggering me. Always. You're never going to get it. They're never going to understand what I'm thinking. They're never going to respect me. They're never going to love me the way I want. When those thoughts are coming up, then, right then, is the time to say to the Holy Spirit, I've lost track of the holy relationship. I am willing to have a holy relationship. I am willing to have my relationship be made whole and experience my own holiness and that of my brothers and sisters. I'm willing to surrender this pattern, uh, this opinion, this judgment forever. That's what true forgiveness is truly no longer valuing the meaning that I've made, the interpretation. I've given this relationship all the meaning that it has for me. Let me now experience the Holy Spirit's meaning in my relationship. I call forth peace and harmony and joy and love into my relationship. I give thanks that I'm feeling triggered and upset because now I can take this piece of darkness that I have come to value and cherish, this block to love, and bring it to the light. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that the time is now and not somewhere in the future and not something I missed in the past. The time is here now. Thank you, God. Let it be so, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. It seems 
like the perfect time for us to take a break. I'm so grateful to be sharing this with you. Yes, indeed. Let us all liberate from the codependent, unholy, unsatisfying relationships. This is our beautiful opportunity. It's calling to us now. I'm so grateful. And I am also offering a spring cleanse as Even though it's still winter, it's a 40-day pray and cleanse. And you can check it out on jenniferhadley.com. Come and join me 40 days. We're doing a mind, body, spirit, and emotional body clearing and healing together. jenniferhadley.com. Check it out. I'm going to break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and it's Relationship Month here, and... We're talking about transforming that unholy relationship, that unsatisfying relationship into a holy relationship, allowing it, being willing. So what it says here, we're we're looking at chapter 17, the shadows of the past, and we're looking at paragraph 5 here where it says, What forgiveness is enables the Holy Spirit to show us how the body is a means for communication. So releasing judgments and opinions is what true forgiveness is. So every time we're irritated or frustrated, that's the thing that can let us know forgiveness is called for. Because it's just a matter of releasing the opinion and judgment. And the irritation and the frustration fades. And you'll start to recognize, do you actually like or feel comfortable feeling irritated, frustrated, and upset? Because what I have learned, I learned it for myself, was there was something about being upset and frustrated and irritated It felt like home to me. It felt like the status quo to me. Because I had learned in my journey of life that the ego feels powerful when it's upset. It feels very alive. Because the ego is completely in control when we're upset. Completely in control. This is why one of the earliest lessons in the workbook is I'm never upset for the reason I think. I'm never upset for the reason I think. And yet, when we're upset, what do we immediately start doing? Justifying our upset. Trying to understand it trying to analyze it, trying to figure out where it came from. I'm upset because they did this, because they triggered this and that, and I'm right and they're wrong, and we go into thinking we've been attacked, and then because we've been attacked, our attack, our opinions and judgments are justified. This is the whole core of A Course in Miracles. So to understand this little piece of it is really to... Open the door to complete and total transformation of your physical, mental, and emotional bodies. Because the body is a means of communication. And when you are self-medicating with food, alcohol, drugs, sex, work, cleaning, gardening, whatever it is you might be self-medicating or distracting yourself with, then what you're doing is the body is a means of communication. You're communicating to everyone, you wish, and to most especially to yourself, that 
you are powerless and except to disconnect, disconnect from God, disconnect from love, disconnect from your true identity. And that the ego's in control of your life. You're gratefully surrendering control to the ego when you self-medicate. I know I've done the research. And the great thing is, is the more we turn our relationships over to the Holy Spirit and we allow the healing to be happen, we allow ourselves to be grateful and thankful that we can recognize when there's a forgiveness opportunity and we can choose forgiveness. We can surrender our investment in our opinions, our judgments, our beliefs, that we can do this is and have gratitude that we can do it makes it so much faster. And then the need for self-medication is eliminated. So we don't have to go through all kinds of painful failures of trying to change our behavior through behavior modification and and thinking that we're broken and need to be fixed. Simply the need to self-medicate will begin to dissolve and resolve by its own self because it won't be necessary anymore because we'll be at peace. This is what I have found. That all the interest in self-medicating just dissolves and resolves. The peace remains. The things that used to trigger me don't even trigger me anymore. I don't even notice them. I I was talking about this with a friend of mine recently that um, I used to uh, self-medicate one of my things I love to do. And opportunity, you know, the whole pattern of planning for the self-medication, getting the food or the alcohol. I just don't even think about it. It's not even in my plans anymore. I'm not spending money on those things anymore. I'm not engaging any of that. And I'm not managing and coping with the shame that that always comes afterwards when we indulge in self-medication. So I've definitely proven that this is the fastest, healthiest, most loving path. So that's part of why I'm offering this 40-day program. And um, you can join us at any point. It's 40 days of emails and prayers for inspiration. And we're working the whole mind, body, spirit, and emotional body together. And the details are at jenniferhadley.com. It's called Pray and Clear. Very simple. Pray and Clear. And you can join me and do it at my pace or you can do it at your own pace. You can do a little bit of it or a lot. It's up to you. We're all grown-ups. You can do as you like. And it's free. How about that? Another free offering from the Power of Love Ministry. Powerofloveministry.net uh, for if you'd like to make a contribution or a donation, you can also do it at jenniferhadley.com. But it's this ministry that's sponsoring this Pray and Clear program that you can find at jenniferhadley.com. All right, so let's go back to forgiveness enables the Holy Spirit to teach us how to have a holy relationship. If all but loving thoughts have been forgotten, what remains is eternal. If all but loving thoughts have been forgotten, what remains is eternal. So we can literally forget everything that's unreal and remember only that which is eternal, which are our loving thoughts. Remember, that's the great thing about all of our relationships. Each one of us is eternal, infinite, unbounded love. Our relationships are eternal. Our relationships are eternal. So no relationship can end. Only the appearance of the relationship in this world can seem to end. But that's a trick of the ego. 
Because that's one of the biggest questions I get. What, how, how, when do I know when to end this relationship? Well, you can't end it. But you can pretend that you've ended it. You can do that, and you can do that whenever you like. Because it's just a, an illusion. However, you can give the relationship that's unsatisfactory to the holy relationship to make it peaceful and harmonious at any point in time. Why, why not do that? Why end the relationship when you can turn it over and have it be made peaceful and harmonious? I, to me, it's a no-brainer. But the thing is, is many people are not willing to do the work that the relationship is providing them the opportunity to do. So the reason why we have uh, these unholy, unhappy relationships, unsatisfying relationships, is because we're choosing to not take the opportunity that's being presented to us to have a healing. So all the unholy relationships I've ever had were there to call me into a holy relationship. If we continue to energize our judgments and opinions, then we can't have the holy relationship. Now, it seems as though we can't have it at that time until we surrender our judgments and opinions. Now, it seems as though, well, wait a minute, everybody's got to be on board in this relationship for it to be, my, my daughter has to be on board. My husband has to be on board. My father, my mother, my brother, my wife, my son, they all have to be my boss. They have to be on board to have the holy relationship. Well, is that true? Remember, there's only one. And your experience of your life is, according to your thinking, they will be made holy. They will. I know it, I've proven it, I've seen it, and I've known so many people. So this is where trust and faith, we go back to the trust and faith section in the manual for teachers, development of trust, again and again and again, trust and faith. And I will be offering uh, next month a class in trust and faith. And so you can uh, join me in that if you'd like a class on that. Yes. If all but loving thoughts have been forgotten, what remains is eternal, eternal loving relationship. And the transformed past is made like the present. The transformed past is made like the present. So what does that mean? It means that when you trans when you transfer the relationship to the Holy Spirit to be made holy. All the unloving thoughts will be forgotten. The only thing that will will remain is love. So the past will literally be transformed and made like the present, which is perfect love, which is what now always gives us the opportunity. So it says now... No longer does the past conflict with now. No longer does the past conflict with now. Which means we're at peace. So whatever transpired, transpired, I can't think of the word, whatever transpired in the past doesn't bother us anymore. There's no upset attached to what transpired in the past anymore. Because the meaning that we had made of it is now transformed by our releasing the interpretation. The meaning is now holy. We can now see that everything that transpired, just as it transpired, was for our liberation. It was for our healing. So when the relationship is holy, we see that everything that happened in the past had a holy purpose to it. And it no longer bothers us or upsets us. We're grateful. No longer does the past conflict with now. This continuity extends the present by increasing its reality and its value in your perception of it. So we begin to feel, oh, 
there's more safety, there's more love, there's more joy, there's more perfection, there's more wholeness and holiness available to me in every moment because of the healing of the special relationship. And it begins to spiral out into every relationship in our life, every activity in our life, every habit, every pattern, every thought, every belief, every opinion and judgment. This is why just having one relationship be made holy is life-changing. So I invite you right now to consider just even focusing on one relationship that can be made holy. Remember, you don't have to figure out how, but you do have to allow it. You have to invoke the Holy Spirit into the relationship. Ask that the relationship be made holy. And affirm your willingness over and over and over again. You might have to affirm your willingness hundreds of times per day, depending on how often you're triggered. But doing that will teach you the mental discipline to no longer be fooled by the past past opinions and judgments that will inevitably come up for healing again and again and again. There may be times in this transformation when you feel exhausted because you're realizing how much the opinions and judgments have been running your life. You might be in despair that it's not possible to give up the opinions and judgments. You might move into a deep, deep despair and feel like a complete and total and utter worthless loser that you are so run by your judgments that you cannot recover from it. And if you ever feel that, just know this. It's not true. I have felt close to that. I didn't believe it 100%. But the illusion that it was possible that I couldn't do it, that I didn't have what it takes, that it was beyond my strength. And what I did when I had those feelings was I just said to the Holy Spirit, to my own higher self, the I Am Presence. You could call Jesus and Mother Mary, and I certainly did, and Kuan Yin and Buddha and Krishna and Muhammad, call them all. I mean it, Holy Mother, Holy Father, and say, this thought that I can't do it, take it out of my mind. I am not the one who does it. I am the one who allows. And I know how to allow. I'm happening it now. I'm happening it now. (laughs) I'm allowing it now. I am allowing it now. It's happening now. In this very moment, I am willing. All that's required is my willingness. In this moment, I am completely willing to surrender all these attachments. So grateful to ask you and allow you to take them out of my mind so I never think them again. I'm no longer interested in condemning myself or anyone else to playing small, to suffering to living without faith, to placing my faith and opinions in the Holy the ego. I'm no longer interested in that. Please make it so now. Please make the healing real now. That's how we develop our willingness. Not managing and coping with the judgments and opinions. Not managing and coping with the upsets. We've, we've done that for millions of years. We already know it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It cannot bring us happiness. Only the holy relationship can bring us happiness. That's what relationship is for. In these loving thoughts, it says, is the spark of beauty hidden in the ugliness of the unholy relationship where hatred is remembered. So, Unholy relationship is where we remember hatred. Remember, hatred cannot put out hatred. It can't transform hatred. Only love can do that. It says, 
yet there to come alive as the relationship is given to him who gives it life and beauty. So in these loving thoughts is the spark of beauty hidden in the ugliness of the holy, unholy relationship where hatred is remembered. Yet there to come alive as the relationship is given to him who gives it life and beauty. So the, the loving beauty that's hidden in the ugliness of the special relationship, the love, the beauty, the life, will come to life when we call upon the Holy Spirit. That is why atonement centers on the past, which is the source of separation, and where it must be undone. For separation must be corrected where it was made in the past. Yes, and our beliefs are our investment in the past. Opinions and judgments are beliefs. The truth is not a belief. The truth is eternal. It's not temporary. Beliefs are temporary. We can place our belief in the truth. It says the ego seeks to resolve, in quotes, its problems. Of course, the ego, no, we'll never do that. The ego seeks to resolve its problems, not at their source in the past, but where they were not made in the present. And thus it seeks to guarantee there will be no solution. So if you find yourself going over and over the past and trying to figure out how to solve or resolve your problems, remember, you're identified with the ego and what you seek, the resolution, the healing, you will not find. Because it cannot be found in trying to understand or figure out the past. That will not be happening. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's so great when you realize you're trying to figure something out. You're trying to understand. Why the heck does he keep doing that? Oh my gosh, why do I keep doing that? Why? Why don't they ever? Why? If you're trying to figure those things out... You're identified with the ego. So what's the answer? Say to the Holy Spirit, help me now. I just realized I'm totally identified with ego. I'm trying to solve my problems, which only makes my problems more real to me. In spirit, in truth, I have no problems. Let the Holy Spirit show me that I have no problems. Isn't that a better answer every time to let the Holy Spirit show you how you have no problems rather than to struggle with trying to figure out how to solve and resolve your problems when that will never happen by means of the ego? All you can do is find a temporary solution that will actually further intensify the problem, give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. It's just a, a no-brainer here. No-brainer. The Holy Spirit wants only to make his resolutions complete and perfect. Yes, I'm on board with that. And so he seeks and finds the source of problems, where it is, and there undoes it. And with each step in his undoing is the separation more and more undone and union brought closer. So you see, this is how the unholy relationship given to the Holy Spirit to be made holy transforms our whole life. Each step in the Holy Spirit's undoing is the separation more and more undone, and union brought closer. The Holy Spirit is not at all confused by any reasons for separation, right? <laughs> the ego has lots of reasons for separation. All the Holy Spirit perceives in separation is that it must be undone. Let the Holy Spirit uncover the hidden spark of beauty in your relationships and show it to you. And what a wonderful thing that is, to see the hidden beauty 
in what was once the unholy, special relationship. Now, I love this part. It says here, it's loveliness, the loveliness of the holy relationships. It's loveliness will so attract you that you will be unwilling ever to lose the sight of it again. You see how that can strengthen your mind and your heart? That if you allow the Holy Spirit to show you the beauty in your relationships, you will be unwilling ever to lose sight of it again. What a wonderful promise. And you will let this spark transform the relationship so you can see it more and more. I know this to be true. For you will want it more and more and become increasingly unwilling to let it be hidden from you. And you will learn to seek for and establish the conditions in which this beauty can be seen. All this you will do gladly if you but let him hold the spark before you to light your way and make it clear to you. God's Son is one. Whom God has joined as one, the ego cannot put asunder. So you, it might look like the relationship is transformed. It might even look like you don't speak to each other, you don't live to e- with each other, but the perfection, the wholeness, the connection, the beauty of the relationship will be evident. And you will know It is eternal. The spark of holiness must be safe, however hidden it may be, in every relationship. So the holy relationship, the spark of it, the hidden beauty, is there in every unholy relationship. It's there in every special relationship. The question is, will you allow the Holy Spirit to show it to you? so that you can be ignited and transformed by its beauty, by its loveliness. I invite you to place your hand on your heart right now and just consider, are you willing to let go of your attachment to the form of the relationship that might be troubling you in this moment? Are you willing to surrender your attachment to the form of the relationship that you are finding unholy and special right now. Will you trade the unholiness and the specialness and the managing and the coping for the holiness, the loveliness, the beauty, the eternal connection in love? It's often a question of Wilt thou be made whole? Will you allow it? The spark of holiness must be safe, however hidden it may be in every relationship. For the creator of the one relationship has left no part of it without himself. God has left no part of the relationship without the fullness of God, because there's no separation. This is the only part of the relationship the Holy Spirit sees, because the Holy Spirit knows that this is true. You have made the relationship unreal and therefore unholy by seeing it where it is not, as as it is not. So seeing it bound in time and space. And thinking that you can start a relationship and end a relationship. This is where the unholiness experience lies. Give the past to the Holy Spirit who can change your mind about it for you. Isn't that a great gift? All you have to do is be willing to change your mind. And the Holy Spirit will change it for you. Oh my goodness. What a beautiful promise. But first be sure you fully realize what you have made the past to represent and why. 
The past becomes a justification for entering into a continuing unholy alliance with the ego against the present. For the present is forgiveness. Therefore, the relationships the unholy alliance dictates are not perceived nor felt as now. So unholy relationships are always an experience of the past rather than the now. So again, we go back to the frame analogy. The frame of reference to which the present is referred for meaning is an illusion of the past in which those elements that fit the purpose of the unholy alliance are retained and all the rest is let go. So the unholy, unhappy relationship is just a regurgitation of the past. It is the re-experiencing of the meaning that you made of things in the past. The interpretation. And that's what the beliefs are. That's what the judgments are. That's what the opinions are. It is still up to you to join with truth or with illusion. But remember that to choose one is to let the other go. So give up the illusion, choose truth. It says, my holy brother, that's speaking to us. This is Jesus speaking to us. My holy brother, I would enter into all your relationships and step between you and your fantasies. Let my relationship to you be real to you. And let me bring reality to your perception of your brothers. They were not created to enable you to hurt yourself through them. They were created to create with you. This is the truth that I would interpose between you and your goal of madness. Be not separate from me and let the holy purpose of atonement be lost to you. Let not the holy purpose of atonement be lost to you in dreams of vengeance relationships in which such dreams are cherished have excluded me let me enter in the name of god and bring you peace that you may offer peace to me so i invite you to place your hand on your heart and right now in this moment let us call to the holy spirit call to our elder brother jesus inviting them into our relationship to be made whole In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. And remember, you can join my 40-day Pray and Clear. It's a free program, very simple program, an email a day, and a prayer a day, and... If you enjoy this radio show and it's valuable to you, you can be a contributor to support it. This show is completely funded by your donations. And you can make a donation at jenniferhadley.com or powerofloveministry.net. God bless you. Have a great week. Mwah.